Hello everyone and welcome to the Movie Shed Podcast. I'm of course your cinema-loving, shed-dwelling host, Mike. Ooh, Disney. I am not talking about anything related to Disney and legislation and laws and governors and any of that crap. I don't like talking about politics because politics is a fool's game, in my opinion. Besides, governors come and go. Legislators come and go. Laws come and go. Good laws stand the test of time. Bad laws get challenged in court and go away. So, as far as that is concerned, I'm not talking about those. Because, frankly, this isn't a politics podcast, this is a movie podcast. So, let's stay on topic, shall we? There, now that I've gotten that little spiel out of the way. Seems like I have to do that any time I talk about Disney these days. Instead, let's talk about what kind of Star Wars-related film releases Disney is actually planning. Because it seems like they have some, they don't have any, they... Now we got a few more. Now we don't. Well, here's a few that are solid. Uh, Let's see. The first one is the Obi-Wan Kenobi one. I think they went, it was going to be a movie. Ended up being, I think, a TV series in the vein of the Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. And it's due out this month, May the 27th. Huh. Well, they're actually going through with that. I'm actually a little surprised. I know when uh, they announced Obi-Wan Kenobi, no one was all that interested. Nothing against Ewan McGregor. I mean, he's not a bad actor. You know, it's just... Of all the characters they could have focused on, Obi-Wan Kenobi was not very interesting in the minds of a lot of Star Wars fans. I mean, hell, after the fall of the Republic and the rise of the Empire, he's on Tatooine until the start of A New Hope. So what really is there? Sure, there's comic books and stuff that kind of talk about Obi-Wan Kenobi and some of the things that, you know, he went through while he was on Tatooine and the various uh, run-ins he had with other Star Wars characters that happened to be on Tatooine. But again, it's he's on a desert planet, watching over Luke from a distance, and just kind of waiting. So, I can see why people were like, eh. <laughs> why Obi-Wan again? I understand. I really do. Now, if they were talking about an Obi-Wan Kenobi series way back when he was like a Padawan, there or something that might be more interesting. But, you know, it is what it is, I guess. All right, moving on. What's next? Ah, now this one actually does intrigue me. The Bad Batch, Season 2. Well, they just have it listed coming out 2022. No definitive date yet. My guess is it's probably not going to be until either late summer, early fall. That would be my guess. Just a guess. 
But that'd be my guess. No later than mid to late fall, I would think. Uh, now, this intrigues me because, you know, I watched... Uh, I, I've been a fan of the Clone Wars. I watched the Clone Wars, really enjoyed them. Yeah, sure, there's a few rough episodes, but... Eh. Overall, I like the Clone Wars. You know, I also like the the new final season that they did for Clone Wars, so... And it introduced the Bad Batch. I was intrigued, so I decided to watch the the uh, first season of the Bad Batch. I really liked it. I actually thought it when I was starting to watch it, it was going to be kind of a, a bad knock, knock off of uh, the A Team. And you know, you get that vibe that they're kind of like the A Team, but uh, not really. There's a lot of depth there, a lot of depth and a lot of feeling, and I do, I did enjoy that first season. So the second season, I, I'm very happy to see a second season, and I was, like I said when I uh, talked about it last, I am was really looking forward to season two, and well, here we are. It'll be this year. When exactly? Uh, no one knows yet. But I get it. You know, animation, it takes time. It takes time to craft these things. It really does. So, I'm I'm willing to wait, but very excited. Okay, uh, the only other one they actually had listed because everything else was uh, to be de- you know to be announced to be determined. No one was really sure about the rest. You know, it was TBA, 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 TBA. Main some of them were shelved permanently. I know that. And some of them are kind of in limbo. But one that, the third one that really did have a solid release was Andor. I'm not really familiar much with the Andor film. I know it, it kind of had been announced before. But I'm not um not familiar i'm not familiar with a lot of what they had had prior to this i i'm really not so i'm not 100% sure what's happening i i do know that it is a television series oh i get it Ah, I see. Prequel to Star Wars film Rogue One. Cassian Andor, five years before the events of the film. Ah, I get it. Ah, I'm not that excited. (laughs) Who knows? Uh, It could be that the TV series is far better. Now, I I realize that um, some of you out there might have been actually uh, fans of Rogue One. Sadly, I am not. I found Rogue One to be uh, uninspired, unimpressive, in, in my view. In my view, in my opinion, uh, Rogue One was not not terribly exciting. Yeah, it had action action bits and pieces, but overall the story was less than compelling. And some of that was because of a couple of actors, actors. And, you know, I've gone into it before and I'm just not, eh, 
Just not interested. I never, you know, I watched Rogue One in theaters and I never thought about it again afterwards. Nope. I mean, this how much of a, this is how much of an impact it had. Andor. Oh, we're talking about one of the main characters from Rogue One. I have, I had completely forgotten that one of the characters' names was Cassian Andor. That's how much of an impact it had on me. I never give a shit about any of the characters. So they didn't do a terribly good job in inserting them into my head. And I'm a big Star Wars fan. You know, I remember some of this stupid crap. But not this one. So... <laughs> but, you know, hey, it, it could end up being that it's interesting. I... If I remembering who the character they're talking about is, I think it was the male lead. Then, yeah, I suppose it could work out because he seemed fairly charismatic, fairly interesting, kind of roguish. I, I suppose, you know, a prequel with him because he's supposed to be like this um, uh, spy agent kind of thing with the rebellion. I could see that working a lot better. You know, I, I do believe that the kind of more clandestine espionage angle would work really well with Star Wars. I mean, it doesn't, it's not out of place, that's for sure. I mean, the rebellion is really just an insurgency. So I, I could see that working. I really could. Who knows? If the writing team is good and the direction is strong and the acting is on point, then we might actually see something worthwhile. I might even give it a watch. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but its release date is mid-2022, so there's nothing solid. So, again, you're looking probably at a fall release would be my guess. Right around there. You, that's usually when new shows are starting to crop in is around fall. Or at least that was the case uh, during for terrestrial uh, standard television was your fall releases for new shows. But, uh, or the new fall lineup, I should call it. And they might still be following that same pattern because it's a, it's an old pattern that's been around forever, and it's easy to keep kind of track of, you know, when to release. So you have definitive deadlines at least with production. But that's really it. That really is all of the actually announced and, and going to be released Star Wars related stuff from Disney. I'm not surprised. <clears throat> I mean, uh, the whole Rogue One thing, not not Rogue, not Rogue One, uh, Rogue Squadron thing, that that was going to be directed by the the same director who did Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984, which she's not a bad director. Wonder Woman, the first one, was actually a really good film. Wonder Woman 1984 is what happened when you let the director do a lot of writing. And it was a shit show. 
So you need to saddle her with a really good writing team. Because if you let her get into the writing room for any length of time, it's not a good thing. So I, I'm not sure where that one is. There's There was all of these other things, especially the ones that Kathleen Kennedy was like uh, screaming about having done, trying to get that done. But uh, you haven't heard, you really don't hear a peep out of her these days. Uh, no, Bob Chapik tends to dominate the uh, headlines as the head of any corporation does. But it's it's kind of interesting that Kathleen Kennedy went from being this kind of loud and impossible to ignore voice to being absolutely silent. It's incredible. It really is. I never thought she'd shut up about anything. And yet, she's keeping her head down. Who knows? Maybe she's trying to survive the Chapik era. I doubt she'll get much sympathy from the next one. Anyway, that's pretty much it for uh, Disney releases. So I guess it's time to uh, close up the old shed. But I'll see y'all next time.